inebriated inside with Mark Hahn. Mark Hahn, everybody. Hey, welcome to Inebriated Insights, everybody. I'm Mark Hahn, joined by Roy Shockley and, as always, our faithful producer, Dave Stratton. How's it going tonight, guys? All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, um, I forgot to share the audio, so I'm going to do that right now. Go. Uh, how you doing, Royce? Doing well, you know, I can't, can't complain too much, you know, uh, but, uh, had two COVID scares in the last two weeks, so I'm doing Whoa. all right. symptoms? Or were you around people? Uh, around people. Uh, a co-worker and my roommate. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, thankfully, still negative. <laughs> wow. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, my, my two kids had, uh, had COVID, and uh, I just had to not see them for like a week and a half or two, two weeks. And it was just like they had to stay at their mom's. And it's like I, I can't go into work if I'm exposed to anyone with COVID for two weeks, and I have to go into work. So, yeah, we are streaming live right now to Twitch. The first time we're on Twitch, we are playing a drinking game to our political discussion. Um, tonight's drinking words are Afghanistan, and then we're trying to discuss what the second word's going to be. What do you think that is, guys? Infrastructure? Infrastructure. Infrastructure? Okay, right. that'll come up a lot. M and between each segment, we'll be chugging. Chugging beer. So, shall we get started? Let's do it. Oh, God. Mere days after the U.S. began its withdrawal of its remaining troops in Afghanistan, the entire country, including the capital, Kabul, fell to the Taliban. The Taliban takeover was expected. But the speed of its conquest was not, and it left the U.S. scrambling to evacuate Americans and vulnerable Afghans. In a statement to the press, President Biden stood by his decision to leave, but did acknowledge his administration was not prepared for the speed of the Taliban's advance into Kabul. U.S. troops continue to have a presence in the international airport there and are continuing to evacuate Americans and Afghans, so far without any violent intervention from the Taliban. None of us here on the panel are foreign policy experts, so I personally will not opine on whether or not this ex exit could have been more orderly. But fellas, do you have any reflections on our time in Afghanistan in the past 20 years? Reflections. Oh, man, it seems like it's like half our life, you know? It's been... Uh, also, I said Afghanistan like oh, there four you go. times. Four times, four drinks. Um... I uh, I was talking to a, or just a friend of mine who was an Afghan um, soldier or a veteran who went, who had a deployment over there, and he was basically saying that it's uh, it's like our generation's Vietnam. Like, why the fuck did we go over there? Why? Uh, what was the point of all this? And uh, I've been reading up on this a little bit that um we really should have pulled out once al-qaeda went down and just give the government the means to operate and um but we decided to to try to go after the taliban and arrested people and put a lot of people in prison and then trump came along and released those people including uh this guy um who's now the president of 
Taliban in Afghanistan, uh, which is scary. Um, but so <clears throat> it's just like, who, who, who's to blame for this? Like, it's basically all four presidents, Bush, Obama, Trump, and, uh, and Biden now, um, like, I personally feel that if we would have stayed in another, you know, it would have happened anyways. Like, how long, how many more trillions of dollars are we going to spend? How much longer could we have, like, spent in there? How many more deaths that we're going to put in, like, lose just to have this all happen when it, uh, at the end? Like, the only way we could really win this war is that somehow we can train these people to think pro-democracy like the the afghan government that was there like it, they just didn't seem like they had the will to be democratic um and also uh it is more about um just money in the region right now like they're all dependent on u.s foreign and other foreign aid the u.n so um I feel like the Taliban right now, they're letting people go. They're letting people leave up until August 31st um, just because they they want to receive money again. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. What do you guys think? I'm just yakking. The fundamentalist Islamic groups in the Middle East are kind of like the Hydra monster. Like you cut off one head and mm-hmm. three more sprout up mm-hmm. and... As we've seen in these long-term conflicts, that if you're willing to get in a war of attrition and you want it more, eventually the American people will get tired of it and just leave. You and I were talking about this before, Dave. It's like, it's no wonder our generation is so depressed. We've been through two economic financial crises and then two wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, which were a total fucking disaster. Yeah. And I would just like to see our foreign policy changed in a way where, and I think Biden believes in this and at least has said so, so far, we're not the world police. We're not trying to get involved in everything. And we can join the UN in diplomacy and putting sanctions on, but we're not sending troops on the ground anymore. Anyway, what are your thoughts, Royce? Um, I don't I mean, the, the first thing, America's pullout game is worse than Dwight Howard's. Boom! <laughs> we, we okay, should, I'll drink to that. <laughs> we should have left 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly. You know, me, we, we can't be the world police. You know, not when there's so much stuff going on in our own country, and especially going up, uh, you know, against an, an enemy that, you know, we don't quite understand everything about them not even understanding you know the people that you know they were trying to protect it's it's just an, another it's another failure in a long line of historical failures with foreign policy you know when it when it comes to you know not even just the middle east just with you know occupations you know we, we shouldn't have been there that long at all uh you know you know, once the job was done, we should have slowly pulled out and at least had, it seems to have some semblance of a plan to do so because someone, they had to know that as soon as they, you know, announce, oh, hey, everyone, hey, everybody, we're pulling out of Afghanistan, you know, telling the Taliban that like, all right, 
Um, y'all can come back in like two weeks, so we're giving you a little head start. It's like, really? It, it, it sucks. It does. I mean, whose fault is it? I mean, first I'd say Bush and Cheney for not even going to Afghanistan first to go after Bin Laden because, you know, that's who, you know, did, you know, started 9-11. Instead, we go to Iraq because, oh, they, they tried to kill my daddy. You know, we, start, we started this whole thing off with bullshit. You know how it ended? Bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the main thing is, like, yeah, uh, we went in, you know, we went in late for the right reason. Stayed way too long. We're like a bad house guest. Mm-hmm. Outweighed our, you know, overstayed our welcome by, you know, a decade at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, there are, there are more pressing issues. Yeah. You know, it was over a trillion dollars that we spent 70 what 78,000 74,000 lives uh, lost uh 20 years it, the only people who won were the like Halliburton all of the uh war manufacturing Boeing. companies Boeing Northrop Grumman uh Raytheon uh, and the ta- Lockheed Morton yeah and the Taliban Taliban in the end. Yeah. yeah and it's just it was it's a huge disgrace uh to the u.s but we were chatting about this before the show started the u.s has only been at peace like peacetime for 16 years out of its entire history that's really fucked up we are a very violent people yeah it's like who also don't give a shit about children uh it, it seems like politicians think when you're at war you know, the economy does well because we're pumping all this money into the uh, federal contract contracting companies that provide you know, munitions and planes and guns and boats for the military. I mean, the country thrives when we're at war because they think we're all united and we're all pushing towards this one cause. And it's really fucked up to think like that. It's like all that all that money like one trillion dollars we could have easily just everybody had you know medicare for all we all have like we could all have free college you know homeless people could be off the streets it's just like so much shit that we could have done with that money but instead it was all for nothing um personally i don't i don't want to put all the blame on biden like i yeah i think that his exit strategy wasn't the best but I, I people who've been saying that like oh Biden's exit strategy was awful like I asked them like what would you do differently like how would you pull out like what's and then like I haven't gotten a good answer yet no one's no one can say like well you know step by step you got to do this there's there I don't feel there is a good answer you you stay in the next guy's going to pull out and it's going to it's going to pull down it's going to be disastrous what Trump did he released all those presidents he, uh, sorry, presidents. He, we saw those prisoners, and well, one he, of them's a president now. Yeah, now exactly. Um, but he he uh, signed a peace treaty that said uh, the Taliban will not kill any more of our people if we pull out our troops by was it August thirty first, and so if Biden went back on that, say, no, we're going to keep our troops in, then they're going to start murdering our troops again and other innocent people. 
and like then that's on him and that's going to be you're like oh biden how could he do that we're supposed to pull out and it's like his fault well, for that. and to that point when the deadline was may 1st and he extended it everyone was like wow biden you know he's just a warmonger just mm-hmm. like the rest of them a neocon and now he pulls out and they're like how could he do that yeah. to those poor afghans yeah and all the republicans and- are saying these poor afghan women and children and then they're like hey, they don't he, give a shit about women and children fucks. here yeah, here they don't give yeah. they don't care about the women here exactly so why would they give a shit about the afghan women and children like uh if you go to any of those people they're like oh those poor afghanis how could biden do that and they're like all right go ahead and take them in as refugees no 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 we can't take them as refugees not at all not in the u.s so they're a bunch of fucking yeah there was a tweet where someone posted a picture of like the 600 people in that one plane and were like would you want them to land at your town and i tweeted back with my hand raised i'm like yeah bring them to la yeah they'll be motivated they'll probably be great neighbors yeah please put an afghan refugee in my apartment building i would love it be very um uh very happy to be here as opposed to a lot of angelinos right now who want to get out just because of homelessness i don't know um it's so fucking expensive to live here i think that's the biggest thing it's a it's obscene yeah but the last thing that i think about this with like when you're a hammer every problem looks like a nail and every time they talk to the military every military general who ever testified in congress was like it's going great and we just need more of a presence there and we need more money and we need more troops. And it was a fucking lie every time. Yeah. It was a mess the whole time. They were never going to be prepared to defend their own country. That's right. Um, also, like like, I was, like what I was saying was that the um, when the we, we pulled out of there and they, so right now, like currently, they're not seeing any of those like these murderous rampages that people were predicting by the Taliban. Like they're they're still keeping to their. They world. don't want the U.S. to come back. That well, I was reading about this is because of all the money, the aid. Like they're fucked right now if they're not getting any of that money coming in from uh, like the U.N. and from us. And so they're trying to say, hey, we're going to honor our agreement here so that they can hopefully get foreign aid and money. Um, another thing is is that they're sitting on like a trillion dollar industry. They have like all of our electronics, like all the lithium ion, all that shit that we use for uh, batteries that have high uh, storage life of electricity and whatnot. That, those all come from like that region right there. Um, and they're just sitting on a literal, well, not literally a gold mine. But so the Taliban is why I can't have a PS5 is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. You're you're going to be screwed over until they can... Royce, you looked like you wanted to say something. Do you want to get the last word in on this topic before we move on? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, not to mention the poppy fields. Oh, yeah. Good guy. Oh, yeah. Lots of opium coming out of there and heroin. Yeah. Uh, between that, all of the munitions and drones that were just like left behind. Yeah, several billions dollars that they just Humvees and freaking helicopters and uh, anti-air de- like devices, all our guns and shit. Um, like they can't fly those helicopters, of course. They have to be military trained, but just it's a slap in the face to have you know them have control of all that shit. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we came to a conclusion, guys, and solved the Afghanistan problem. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. don't think and with no that, let's move on to the next segment.
see. Now, it is our first time on Twitch. I don't know if Rice can hear it, but I can't hear the Hail to the Chief theme. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, we are chugging. Uh, I noticed. Let me see this again. Are you, are you listening what, to the... Yeah, it's going. Okay. Huh? Yeah, you hear it? Uh, no worries. Right. Guys, it's yeah. time for a Dems in Disarray story. A group of nine centrist Democrats sent a letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying in the House until the bipartisan infrastructure package drinking board mm, new beer. is passed and signed into law, presumably so they can piss Pelosi off. And she reportedly told the group in a private phone call, children have leverage i will not surrender that leverage unquote dave do you think democrats will be able to get their house in order in september and pass biden's economic agenda um just to recap what mark uh said because my computer is running really slow and you sounded like a robot um no, it's all right. Um, so you're saying Pelosi, uh, the Democrats right now are the moderate Democrats. What, 12 of them or nine of them are trying? Nine. Nine of them have dec- decided to not pass the reconciliation bill and they want to pass the infrastructure bill first. Uh, so the House right now, they have three bills that they're trying to push through um, the revised infrastructure bill that has already uh, left the Senate and gone back to the House. Is that correct, Mark? The BIF, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill. Yes, and then the Reconciliation Bill, which will uh, which will be which will set the uh, it's like $1.3 trillion. $3.5 trillion right now. $3.5 trillion that will set the limit for how much the Senate can go ahead and pass laws by reconciliation where they'll need 51 votes as opposed to the 60 uh, supermajority. Um, so I was confused about that, too, of what that meant. So they're trying to pass that budget so that they can push future bills through the Senate by reconciliation. And then the last bill they're trying to push through is the... Um, Mark, are you thinking of the voting rights bill? Maybe, but there was another or budget something bill. else. There was another budget bill that was out. Well, there. they have to pass the reconciliation hmm. um, resolution to start work on what will be in the actual budget reconciliation bill. Got it. So that's what the the centrist Democrats are saying. We won't even vote for the resolution unless you put the bipartisan bill up for a vote. So, but right I'm just now. like I'm trying to figure out why would they want to do that? I mean, it, don't they know that they need that reconciliation bill to go through so they can push things over in the future? Like, we, it has to be all together. Like, why why would they want to just push through that? Uh, the they don't want to pass something that's seen as liberal because they're afraid to lose their seats. So they just want to pass. The bipartisan bill, which is like roads and bridges, airports, etc., mm. without passing any of the climate change or the child tax credit or anything like that. Got it. 
Um, I, I've always thought this, that the, the Democratic Party, they just fuck themselves over because they're not united. They're not uh, like the Republicans, no matter how crazy some of them can be, they're just like, well, we're Republicans. We got to stick with what we know or else we're going to lose because there's less of us than there are them. So we got to stick together or we're all going to hang together. So uh, Democrats, on the other hand, they're like, no, no, we're going to stay true to our values, even though our values like are really like four different types of values within one party. And so they they can't ever come together and just agree on something, even though it's just like minuscule, like little differences between what they actually believe in. So it it, it, it it's very frustrating to be liberal and a Democrat. It's like you end up kind of fighting within your own party. Like I I'm a firm believer of, you know, what what Bernie Sanders has to say uh, and I don't even know if you guys kind of feel the same way as that, but you know, it's like at right now with how crazy everything is with uh, with the Republicans, you're just like, you know what, I'm going to bite my tongue and just do what other Democrats are saying right now, just so that we can put this person in office, so we can finally get some shit done, and we don't have fucking uh, like a authoritarian government fucking ruling over the U.S. But yeah. Mm. <sighs> Now Royce looks really depressed. Yeah, a lack of fascism <laughs> is nice. Yeah, that's and kind that's of my main motivation. De- part of what Democrats are, are giving us right now, but they have to deliver on these bills. And I, at the end of the day, I don't think either group is going to tank either bill. Because there's over 60 progressives that have also said we're not voting for the bipartisan bill and unless the reconciliation bill um, gets a vote. So... At the end of the day, I think they'll all come together. Pelosi is an extremely um, proficient legislator, and she always whips her caucus into shape. There's never been a time that I can remember that um, a Democratic president wanted something and Pelosi didn't give it to them. I but think, I think they'll pull. Yeah, them. I wish everyone would stop acting like children. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Royce? It's insanity, honestly. I mean, there's. There's just so many problems with all of this. Like, you know, so like, I, again, one particular bill may not like. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, that's fine. That's politics. But in order to try to save your leg, like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense uh, to, to try to do that. They have a very slim majority in the House. Uh, and it just seems to make, make sense to, okay, you know what? Let's all come together, have so we can, make you know the people that put us into office you know, happy so they'll vote for us again and then vote for more Democrats. And then, you know, in 20, you know, next year, yeah. it's going by so fast, <laughs> next year, you know, we can extend the majority. It's like, do what needs to be done to extend the majority. Uh, because otherwise, if, you know, if we lose the house, fucked. Like, like we're just completely fucked. Yeah. I'm already bracing for it because I think it's going to happen. Yeah, you think so? Uh, I just, because of history, I think it's only three times in the past hundred years that a president's party um, has gained seats in the house during a midterm. Hmm. So 
it's just going to be fucking tough. On top of that, they have a whole propaganda arm to go by. On top of that, they're going to have voter suppression bills. On top of that, there's more gerrymandering. So I am just emotionally preparing myself for the shit show of Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Oh, it hurt to say that out loud. But I have hope. But I have hope. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't your your next question kind of uh, that bleeds into that one of uh, with the gerrymandering? Right? Should we go into that one? Yeah, why not? It's Let's kinda, do it. It kind of has the same ring to it. All right, could you hear it then? I was humming it, but oh, that's weird. Didn't hear it. Right, we'll figure it out. Whatever. I mean, it's playing. Oh, whatever. So this was this was good news, guys. Especially part of it that I've been talking about. Data was released from the 2020 census this week, and it was better news for Democrats than initially expected. White voters now make up less than 60 percent of the electorate, far less than before. And at, and heavy migration from rural areas to urban areas, people like you and me, Dave. In the past decade, could make it harder for Republicans to gerrymander districts in a way that gives white non-college educated voters disproportionately large representation in Congress. Just a tangent to that. For instance, the city of Austin is actually four different congressional districts cut together. Um, people live like 10 minutes away from each other and are distant different districts just so they can cut it up and gerrymander. Wow. Um, in addition, this was the part that I was really excited about. Democrats in New York are reportedly looking at gerrymandering their state in a way that could eliminate five Republican districts. Fucking do it, guys. Fight fire with fire. Let's go. Royce, does this give you any more hope Democrats could maintain their House majority after the midterms? That's that's my feeling on it. Um, Really for for a few reasons. One, I'll just put it first of all, I'm not a fan of gerrymandering at all but in this case the republicans have been enjoying this strategy for years do it gerrymander do it back all of it because you know what like the democrats need a killer instinct now because for for far too long it's just been okay you know turn the other cheek turn the other cheek well you know what both cheeks are bloodied bruised, you know, almost non-existent at this point, because their goal is to win at all costs. We, you know, Democrats, like, we can't be nice anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, for the last four years, you know, and even honestly, even as soon as Obama was elected, the Republicans' goal was basically was, all right, you know, to obscure, you know, fight, you know, prevent anything uh, democratic from ever happening. Um, this, in this case, if they're able to do that, gain you know potentially five more you know five more seats, you know, and get a larger majority in Congress, get a larger majority in the Senate, do it. Because in an ideal world, what I would like, I know, yeah, between like the mansions and the cinemas, the, those assholes, you know, what? Why don't they just be like this? All right, you know what? Get rid of the filibuster now. Do the things that need to be done. And put in the voting rights, which absolutely should, needs to be a number one priority. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you need to do to fix, you know, to fix healthcare. Do all of that, and then put the filibuster back. Whatever. Like if 
Make, put it back when we don't need it, right? <laughs> if that makes them happy, do that. Other otherwise, you know, I'm sick of the of the Devin Nunezes and the McCarthys, um, the the Boberts, the Marjorie Ch- Taylor fuckalls. You know, they these assholes get in office and completely destroy our democracy. What the Democrats need to do is do anything possible to prevent that. And and just you know gain gain the seats and then figure it out. Kind of like what the what the whole thing was of like, look, just vote for Biden, get him in is better than Trump, you know. But with you know with this, yeah, you know, go in fix the districts because, and that that will help. But you know, if honestly, if this means that you know the the actual like state districts can get fixed because within the state legislatures, that's. That's where a change really needs to happen. You know, because of that, that's where you get Georgia, essentially, you know, we're putting back Jim Crow. It's where you get, well, Florida's just Florida. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and in Texas, you know, of all of their bullshit, they need to fix this. Otherwise, we're not going to keep, you know, one of those majorities is going to fall next year. And then nothing will get done for two more years. It'll all be blamed on Biden. Uh, and then, you know, whoever, whatever fucktard the Republicans put up, you know, in 24, you know, you probably, hopefully, won't win. But at this point, I don't know. Like, these people have left to Trump. I have. Yeah. Like, that right there. They lost all credibility. Like, I don't trust anything that they do. If you want to put that fucking narcissist, child molesting piece of shit into fucking office, then, yeah, there's uh, you lost all credibility in my mind. So, uh, but no, I to, to piggyback uh, to answer Mark's question, I, I do think that, um, I guess it's just a matter of time. Like, like you were saying, how people are starting to disperse throughout the different districts and i feel like this country we they can't be rich white evangelicals all the time like it's eventually going to start to turn more and more diverse like we it's already like that Uh, it's it's the diversity is just spreading and, and these white nationalists are just scrambling trying to preserve their fucking race like a goddamn bunch of fucking maniacs uh it it, it's not gonna last forever knock on wood uh but if republicans find a way to restrict vote and to make this into a fascist country which i mean seems freaking crazy like it's a it's a radical idea but they're not far from it you know it's they're not far away from they're there they're there already and it's just a few more steps before they take control and make this a fascist country and then the very small majority continues to rule and we don't have a voice like the the large majority won't be able to fucking vote and put in office who we want to put in office and it's a very scary thought like it's absolutely anti-american it's anti-democracy and that's what these lunatics want because they know they can't win because they are losing the battle they are losing supporters and the only way that they can put their people in office is by these ridiculous 
basically cheating. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's not cheating, but they found loopholes that it's. It looks like cheating. It, it's cheating. It is cheating. It's fucked it's up. It's cheating. Man. Yeah. I the this the Robert Supreme Court has decided that partisan gerrymandering is okay. Racial gerrymandering is still illegal. They've decided that partisan gerrymandering is okay. So Democrats. I, you got to pass the For the People Act in the Senate. Uh, yeah. Bring back the talking filibuster, whatever. I don't fucking care. I know you're going to try again. Figure it out. And let's get let's make all of the districts independently drawn. But if that doesn't happen, listen up. Maryland, which did it last time. Maryland did it last time. Do it again. New Jersey, New York, gerrymander the fucking shit out of your states. Because yep. North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Texas are all going to gerrymander their states. So gerrymander the fuck out of your states. Pick your voters, consolidate your rule, and if they have a problem with it, then they can get on board with the independent commission. I, it's going to be funny if Texas, because they've been trending that way, if in like five years, Texas goes the way of Arizona and Georgia, and they're like a, a light blue state or a swing state, and then Republicans, because they lose New New York, California, now Texas are going to be like, we have to get rid of the Electoral College. And then our Democrats are going to be like, I believe it's always been a part of our history. I don't know. It's always been with us. We should just keep it. So you think Democrats That's, would want to keep yeah. the Electoral College? If it benefited us. But like, I, I feel maybe. like, I mean... Look at the last, what, four elections? Democrats have won the popular vote in the last four. No, I think you're right. They'd want to get rid of it still. Yeah. They'd want to get rid of it. Yeah. The popular vote was George Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. George W. Bush won it once. Yeah, over Kerry. In 2004. Yeah. yeah. Ohio was, mm, but, uh, but yeah, like that, that was the only time. But, you know, for both Trump and Bush, for this to happen twice, regardless, anyway is insane mm-hmm. it one vote seven five times yeah well three times oh, in our lifetime within like within 20 years mm-hmm. yeah uh you know that that whole thing is like uh, like you know we don't want that it gives it gives too much power to you know places like wyoming and montana yeah. over like a california a new jersey and north carolina and fuck wyoming yeah everyone from wyoming can fuck off and if you're in wyoming right now i hope you take this personally (laughs) (laughs) well also like electoral college is like based off of jim crow laws it's really fucking racist it's like yeah it's It's so so that the slave states could have more representation so fucked up man it's just like why why can't we recognize that and like hey you know what this was really racist let's just get rid of it but no 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 it's part of our pretty much everything if you dig back in history enough it's racism or sexism is the reason that it exists exactly that's and republicans can't stand hearing that be because that I, I don't know. I don't know. The whole critical race theory thing, of course, it's not being taught in school because it's a law school course. But I'm just like, listen, nobody wants you to feel nobody's asking you to feel guilty all the time or like hate the fact that you're white. They just want you to teach real history. And what really happened. Mistakes. That's the reason why we learn history is so that we can. I didn't learn. know black women and 
Asian women couldn't vote until the 60s and 50s. Mm. I didn't even know that until I was in like my 20s. Yeah. And it's bullshit. Well, yeah. I, who would have thought that Germany would be the paragon of a place? It's safer for me to be in Germany than it is here. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like, they reconciled their history. You know, it's illegal to have swastikas to mention any of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's completely illegal. Why can't we do that here? Because people want to hold on to their power and they're, you know, and they're scared. It's our free country. It's our freedom. It's a freedom of speech to hate people. I was like, no, it's called the fucking hate crime, dude. <laughs> you can't do that shit. So, and ugh, yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've had these conversations with my kids about. Um, this and it's not an easy conversation but they gotta know you know like the world isn't all candy and gumdrops and video games like yeah there's shit out there that they have to know about and and i teach them these things to make them better people like you can't just discriminate against somebody for their religion or how they look or the color of skin their background their culture it's like their gender or how they perceive themselves like it's just it's not okay it's not okay to hate people who are different from you or dislike somebody or treat somebody differently just because they're not the same as you You got to accept those differences and uh, praise them you know fucking variety is a spice of life man yeah, I mean, and, and it's might be going off a, a little bit here, but this is, you know, at least like for me, what I feel like there have to be some stand, some educational standards across the states, you know, when it comes to history. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, for my experience, I learned more about black history in elementary school than I did in high school and, and middle school combined. Wow. And that's because of where I grew up. You know, we grew up in grew up in the inner city, so they taught us these things so that hey, know your history. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. You know, and you know, most high school history tends to stop around World War Two. Mm-hmm. You, know, you really don't even dig into that. Even like the college history courses, what are you typically learning? You're going right back to Thomas Paine and George Washington and everything else. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, we get that. How about we teach about, you know, Vietnam? Teach about blowback theory. You know, teach about how, you know, um, nuclear proliferation could have been stopped in the 80s, but Ronald Reagan was hell-bent on having Star Wars, which, by the way, still is not a thing and never worked he wanted to stick with that gorbachev was ready to get rid of all the nukes we could have been fine but no um and they don't teach these things you know they don't teach you know what the things that really you know that really happened they don't teach about all the lynchings they don't teach about how they barely touch on japanese internment camps they barely touch on um you know, LGBTQ, uh, IA plus issues. They barely touch, you know, all of these things that, you know, we should be teaching. Like, yes, learn the basics, how America was come about, is that the other, and not to mention everything that was done to the Native Americans. I mean, yeah. come It's, yeah. yeah. Should we go on to rants? Let's do our rants, man. I'm going to play the it. music again. I don't think anybody can hear it, but whatever. It's playing on the yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. This is a segment 
that we do called Who Should Fuck Off. Um, we started doing it as Acme Theater, RIP. Um, Dave, you have a whole thing planned out, yes. so you go ahead and go first. Um, I'm going to say fuck off anybody who started or organized the California recall election. Um, this is beyond fucked up because it's anti-democratic. So for those of you who aren't aware about how uh, California state politics run, I didn't even know this like five years into living here, is that if, uh, if you're your governor, if people don't like what he's doing, you get enough ballot, you get enough uh, signatures, um, and you can recall him like you can a president uh, for impeachment. But the reason this was put in place was so that, like, if they did something wrong that would be like an impeachable offense, you could re- the people could remove them. But now people are just like, well, Gavin wanted us to have a mass mandate and we can't go to our goddamn movie theaters. We got to recall them. And then you get enough goddamn fucking petition signatures. And now there's a recall election. And the reason why this recall election is so fucked up is that there's two questions here. And I'll show you this, uh, and you won't be able to look at it because of this shit. Uh, It's backwards uh, because I have mirror on. um, And you can't see the goddamn shit anyways. But basically, there is... The first question is, yes, no. Should Gavin Newsom be recalled, removed from the office of governor? And if you if 50 percent of the people vote yes on this, then one of fucking almost 30 candidates, 30 candidates will will uh, was it 40? Roy says it's 40 candidates will be able to uh, win the governorship. Uh, And that's by a simple majority. So you can get one percent of registered voters in California voting for one of these people and they could win the, they could be our fucking governor. And like, we have the most ridiculous people in this fucking, look, look at this. I don't know if you can see this, but this is a college student. His attributes is John is recent community college graduate with a degree in political science. His continuing educational focus is government and policy making. And that guy could be our fucking governor. He's like 19 years old and he's running for governor. Uh, let's see here. We have Chauncey Slim Killins. Yep. Oh, let's see if we can get it. Chauncey Slim Killins. Uh, his uh, vote for me, the people's governor. He's running as a Republican, folks. This guy could be our next governor if we go ahead and uh, vote yes to remove him, uh, for to remove Newsom, and uh, then that guy could get it. Let's see, we got um, we got Dan Kolopovich. His slogan is, "Can you dig it?" And that's it. He's got some fucking goggles on, and this guy, that guy, could be our, our governor. And who doesn't love the lovely? Angeline, she's a billboard icon here. She drives a pink Corvette. She was an adult film star back in the 70s, and that's about it. That's her qualifications. Uh, And she could be our fucking governor because people think this is a goddamn joke. They're just going to say, like, oh, yeah, I don't like the fact that 
Gavin Newsom uh, said that we should all stay indoors, and he went to a, uh, a restaurant uh, that he had privately during the whole COVID lockdown. But hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and recall him and put fucking Angeline in for governor. Uh, her her thing is Angeline is the Billboard queen, icon, and experienced politician. I don't know what the fuck her experienced politician is, but yeah. Uh, another scary thing is that the front runner for the Republican Party is Larry Elder. Um, sure, it'd be cool to have a uh, black uh, governor, but this guy, uh, he said on day one, he wants to go ahead and eliminate all mass mandates, all vaccination mandates, and pretty much just fucking undo everything. And the minimum wage. And the fucking He min- believes there should be no minimum wage. Wow. Uh, so we're talking about turning into fucking Texas with like fucking Abbott or fucking uh, like Florida. Like, you know, what's next up is like fucking voter restriction bills. Uh, He's going to fuck over like uh, he's going to take away uh, Medi-Cal, which a lot of people have uh, are supported by uh, freaking EDD. Shit's going to go down the drain. Unemployment's going to go crazy. Fucking everything's going to just get trashed we have a fucking what a six billion dollar surplus right now all that's gonna go away if if you just if you vote yes it doesn't matter if you hate newsom i don't fucking care if you hate newsom there's an election next year next year just vote no so that we don't fuck up our fucking state that has the sixth largest economy in the whole fucking world don't fucking vote yes on this and put everything in turmoil. Just give it a year and vote normally in a goddamn normal fucking democratic election next year. Fuck you. Fuck your fucking recall and anybody who fucking enabled this shit. Go fuck off. And you know what? I'm going to vote no right now with my goddamn Do Sharpie it, here. This Do is it. The no. Oh, it's got to be blue or you can't use a Sharpie. Oh, it's got to be blue or black ink. Okay. Thanks, I man. I don't think it could be blue. It has yeah. to be black. That is... I, I believe it can be blue or black if I read the instructions yeah. right. Well, I will, uh, I'll make sure that this is right. I think I have a blue pin and I have a Sharpie. So, yeah, it's a blue pin. It's a Sharpie. So, it's all right. I will vote no for sure, guys. So, no worries there. Um, all right. I mean... Slim Killens don't have a shot with you? Uh, no, you know, as much as Slim Killens would be fun, um, I just, I would rather have it go through the normal democratic process. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He seems like a cool guy, but, um, I, I just kind of believe in democracy and I don't I am going to shoot it over to Royce. I will still be listening for his rant, but I have to use the restroom because of the alcohol that I've consumed. So, I'll be back in a moment. Roy, who should fuck off? Uh, well, mine, is, mine is pretty simple. Um, who should fuck off? The unvaccinated people that, you know, and preface this, that are not children under 12 and that, are not, that obviously can't get the vaccine because of prior medical reasons. Um, I would say they should fuck off because, one, um, you know, if you're anti-vax, this is not going to go away. The you know this whole pandemic it keeps getting worse and worse. Our numbers are what they were this time last year. That's crazy. Man. There was a vaccine. 
And that is absolute insanity. It's unacceptable. It, it's like DeSantis in Florida. And, I mean, just fuck, fuck Florida as a whole. Yeah. Anyway, except for South Beach and Disney World. But, you know, tip mostly it's like, why? why? Why are you fighting against this? And note that both DeSantis and Abbott are vaccinated. Yeah, which yeah. is beyond fucked up. We're fucking... Um, it's... Yeah. It's in, it's insane to me. Yeah, Abbott just got COVID, and now he's receiving all these freaking treatments that nobody can receive while, like, children are, like, freaking dying in the ICU. So go go riddle me that, Batman. Yeah, it got, exactly. And, you know, it's insane to me. Like, for instance, you know, I work with children. You know, I have to be super careful. You know, I'm vaccinated, you know, was vaccinated after you know that, that second phase so you know i was in the tier uh, 1b that could get vaccinated because i work in education you know and even though i'm vaccinated i can still be a carrier and if i have a carrier mm-hmm. i could inadvertently give it to these children mm-hmm. that cannot get vaccinated so that means essentially anyone that has children or works with them should be vaccinated yeah, my um, my kids, they got they got uh, they got COVID because their stepdad, who was vaccinated, got COVID, and yeah. he got the Delta variant. And it's like it's a real thing, man. It's like it, even if you're vaccinated, you can get it. Now, him and my ex, they both had mild symptoms. They didn't need to be hospitalized, but you know, my kids, they didn't have bad symptoms either. But it's just like. It's a fucking real thing, man. Even if you're vaccinated, you can still get you can get fucked over by this, man. Yeah, um, I had to miss three days of work because uh, someone that I was near, you know, actually two people that I was near, had tested positive. So I had to get two negative tests, which then it's like, oh great, now I'm I'm out of money for working, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, which sucks. You know, I'm okay, but still, it's like this isn't something that we should have to deal with, mm-hmm. and. All of the, you know, the the nuts out there, say, you know, saying like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't trust what's in it. It's like, okay, that, that's the, like, I don't go to, you know, I don't go to an auto mechanic and tell them I don't trust what kind of fluid they're putting in my car. You know why? Because I don't know shit about the cars. You mean to tell me that any of these fucktars know a goddamn thing about how vaccinations work? How? Do they even know what a cell is? There's microchips in it, and Bill Gates is trying to control us with it to turn on lizard people. It's it's so it's so dumb, and it's like now, while I can under I can understand the the uh, some of the dis- distrust that happens, like you know, especially in the black community, because you know we had to deal with things like this, this Tuskegee experiment, um, you know. CIA putting crack in our communities, all of that stuff. So I understand distrust from the government. I get that. But science is science. It's kind of like math is an absolute thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, and people say, oh, they're going to put Mike, Bill Gates is putting microchips in the vaccines. Like, okay, like these, most of these people, you know, if they've ever used, you know, Facebook, uh, email, um, okay, you know, a cell phone. It's already yeah. tracking everything you fucking do anyway. So if the government wants to find you, they can find you regardless very, of that. They don't easily, need to put a yeah. microchip in you. And honestly, are you really that important no. to where they're looking for you? No. So fuck off the Santas, fuck off Abbott, 
fuck off anti-vaxxers. Honestly, you know what? Um, Thanos was right. Thin out the numbers. Let these fucks die. <laughs> you, you know, there'll be more resources. You know, rent will go down. Probably not in L.A., but rent will go down somewhere. You know, there'll be more food. Bacon's about to go up by, like, go up double because of some shit going on with a pork law in California. Bacon could be cheap enough for you and I to have BLTs all the time. But, no, you assholes don't want to wear a mask and want to go out gallivanting in the streets spreading COVID everywhere when you need to stay your asses at home. This could have been over in three months if everyone just stayed home for a couple of weeks. It wasn't that big of a deal. We could have just watched, you know, the Tiger King and chilled out. It would have been fine. Every other country knows how to deal with this, but we're supposed to be the best in the world? No. Like, fuck all of you. Seriously. Fuck off and die. Wow. Mark, who should fuck off? (laughs) Well, you know, I missed our last show well we canceled our last show because i was in iowa Mm. and when i was in iowa fox news was playing everywhere it was playing at my hotel it was playing at the bakery i went to a couple times just all the time and i had heard so many times that oh yeah the opinion people on fox news are super mega conservative but the news portion of it is real news Everyone who says that it gives it legitimacy can fuck off because I was watching it. It was on and it was an abomination. <laughs> and one example that I'll say is that there was a, a story about a teenage African-American man who was murdered in Chicago and they had his mother on the station. No one knows who murdered this young man yet. And you know what this guy brought up? He said black on black crime to this guy's mother. Wow. Not even knowing. And it's just like, first of all, the term is such bullshit because most murders are interracial. White people kill white people all the time. Asian people kill Asian people. Hispanic people kill Hispanic people. This term of like, you guys kill each other, so why can't we kill you? is just so offensive. I can't believe that he would ask a grieving mother that she was much more dignified in her response than I would have been. But the whole thing, the whole thing is propaganda. And then you have Peter Ducey, who's like this handsome guy with slick back hair, and he's in the White House uh, press briefing every day with his like deep mellifluous voice asking Jen Stocky like, blah 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 bad faith republican argument framed a certain bullshit way blah 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 none of it's legitimate the whole thing is bullshit the whole network is a propaganda arm as of the republican party the news portion may be framed in a way that looks like it's news but it's not and also just one last thing i tell him to fuck up all the time But Ron DeSantis was on Sean Hannity's show, and Sean Hannity said the vaccines aren't protecting much of anyone. And Ron DeSantis just nodded his head like the stupid fucking asshole that he is. And they're pushing monoclonal antibody treatment, which costs thousands of dollars and which is only effective before you develop serious symptoms. So basically, no one from a lower income 
income family or a middle income family would be able to afford it or take that precaution. So he can fuck off too. They can all fuck off. That's and uh, with that, we will end our show. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, no Thank problem. you, Royce. It's been a pleasure as always. That's gonna be a no for me. Dave's voting no. No, 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 no on recalling Gavin Newsom. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and drink us off if anybody can hear. Mm-hmm.